you've put together a really good presentation. You've followed all the previous podcasts, all the notes and ideas. It's all looking fantastic. But then there's one thing that doesn't quite work for you because you forget how important the end of your presentation is. So this podcast is all about making sure that you understand how to deliver a really great finish to your presentation so that you don't waste everything that went before it. Welcome to the Sales and Presentation Podcast. This is the podcast for businesses and individuals who want to transform their sales activity, deliver awesome presentations and win more sales pitches. And now, here is your host, Trevor Lee. Welcome everybody to episode 53 of the Sales and Presentation Podcast. My name is Trevor Lee. I'm here every week to share with you top tips and ideas for transforming sales, delivering awesome presentations and winning more sales pitches. I hope you enjoyed last week's show, the April Fool's show, a little bit different. So I hope you got something from that. This week, we're going to be looking at presentations and the end of presentations in particular, because it's really important that you get a great finish to your presentation. So that's what's coming up in today's show. Don't forget, if you've got a sales or presenting top tip that you'd like to share, then drop me a line, podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk. And if you'd like to come on the show and share it, then we'll fix up an audio recording um, and we'll we'll do that. You can then come on the show and you can be heard answering, you know, and, and saying your own question and answering it as well, giving that top tip. Connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm putting more and more stuff on LinkedIn. You know, I've got stuff uh, on there at the moment, asking questions about future podcasts, putting ideas out there. I think there's one still live about networking. So uh, that's going to close soon because I want to record the podcast. But have a look at it. And if you've got a contribution to make, then I'll give you a shout out in the show. So let's get on with today's show. It's all about the finish of your presentation. So what happens when people have done their presentation? Well, usually there are a couple of things that happen more often than not. One is that most presenters, they just suddenly stop and they say, oh, thanks very much. <laughs> and they don't actually do what I, you know, what we would call a summary or a finish. Or worst case scenario is uh, presenters actually get hauled off because someone's tapping on their wrist. Can you hear that tapping on the wrist? And uh, oh, and there, and suddenly uh, the presenter says, "Oh, I'm really sorry. It's clearly I've overrun on time. So, um, so that's the end of my presentation. Thank you very much." And they go as well. But to me, the finish of your presentation is the most important part of it, and that's why I always advocate that you should allocate ten or fifteen percent of your total time to that finish because it's it's the last your audience see or hear of you. You know, you need to have a big finish that prompts action. And that action could be getting people to place an order, even if you're doing a sales pitch or fix up a meeting with you or want to have a conversation with you if you're at an event as soon as you finish presenting something that will make them want to do something. And of course, you know, a finish as well is also a chance to get your audience back with you because... For whatever reason, you may have lost people in the middle of your presentation when you're talking about your chances. Well, you're usually talking about your products and services, I imagine, most of the time. So, you know, you may have they may have switched off a little bit. So your arousing finish is a great way of getting them back. Steve Jobs, I read recently, 
when he did presentations would always save something right to the very end. The best bit he would save to the end. So he'd do his presentation, you know, usually about the launch of a product or something like that. And then he'd say, oh, and by the way, I'm, I, I need to mention that. And then he hits them with something that, you know, is really stunning and, and finishes it all off. So we need that rousing finish, I think, to our presentation. So I'm going to share with you six, seven, actually, seven ways to plan the finish of your presentation that, you know, is easily done and will, I think, transform the way you finish your presentation and also transform what happens next, which is really important. So let's come to that. Here are the seven tips for you to really deliver a fantastic finish to your presentation. Number one is make sure you've got enough time left to deliver the final bit of your presentation, the summary. So let's say you've got 15 minute presentation. You've got a 15 minute slot. Can I do the maths on 15 minutes? I think I can. <laughs> right. So 15 minutes. So 10% of 15 minutes is one and a half minutes. So the minimum time you should devote of your 15 minutes is one and a half minutes to your summary. You will, If you've listened to previous podcasts, you will know that I advocate that you should practice your presentation in delivering it in 80% of the time that you have allocated. So that's around about 12, 13 minutes of your 15. So if you do that in practice, then there's a very good chance on the day you'll have plenty of time to do your finish. That's number one, is make sure you've got enough time to do your finish. And clearly, when you are practicing the presentation, practice the finish as much as you practice the beginning and the core messages in the middle. So what should you include in your finish? Well, this is point number two. And really, you should summarise the three key messages that you've put on and then the Steve Jobs add a bit. If I was doing my summary, it might be along the lines of, so, ladies and gentlemen... Over the last 12 minutes, I've shared with you three ideas that, well, I think will transform the way your business operates. So just to remind you, they are, and then you would go one, two, three, quick summary of all of them, making sure that you focus on the key benefit that's going to get, you know, really be benefit to the audience. So you need to get that summary in of what you're doing. If you remember, you know, the three tell them's of presenting, tell them what you're going to tell them, which is your opening, tell them, which is the middle bit, and then tell them what you've told them. That's the end bit. And that's the really important bit. Now, tip number three, and this is something I I picked up fairly recently, and I think it's great. And I, I, I just heard it mentioned somewhere. And I, I'm really sorry, but whoever gave me this tip, I can't remember it now. It was some, I think it was somebody else on another podcast. But so I'm really sorry. I forgot. To, I'm not going to be able to credit the person whose idea this was. But it makes so much sense. And that is, if there is a question and answer session as part of your presentation, and you know, often there is, especially if you're speaking to at an event or something like that, then do the Q&A before your final summary. And I saw this in action recently. I went to a business event and what happened was the guy sort of did his summary and yeah, it wasn't a great summary in all fairness. And then it was any questions and there weren't any. So the whole thing, and he, you know, he hadn't had the benefit of my um, advice on having those two rhetorical questions up your sleeve. Remember that? So if you don't do quickly, then if you're going to do a Q&A, always have two questions you can ask yourself, just in case nobody asks you a question. So in that case, that particular person could have said, well, ladies and gentlemen, while you're thinking of a question, the question most people ask me about blah, blah, blah is, and the trick here is to ask a question 
that is about a key thing that you want to go to the audience. So let's say it's a really important part of the product. So how does the product, you know, how does it work in a, in a cold situation? I don't know. I'm just making all this up now. So ladies and gentlemen, the question most people ask me is how does it work in a cold situation? And then you answer it. You can probably have two rhetorical questions, I think, up your sleeve, but then that's enough. But the point about this is not, it's not about that's a bit of sort of a reminder to you. The point about this is making sure that you do the Q&A before your summary. So check that through with the event organiser. And the difference it will make will be amazing because if there's a if it's a flat Q&A, you can then pick it back up with a rousing finish. So, ladies and gentlemen, before I finalise and do my, uh, my summary of, of this presentation, are there any questions? And then you answer a couple of questions. Keep an eye on the time as well because the Q&A will eat into your time clearly. So make sure that works. So thank you very much for those questions. So to summarise... And then you've got your rousing finish as well. And part of your rousing finish needs to be to tell your audience what you would like them to do next. So, ladies and gentlemen, fix up a meeting with me. Have a conversation with me. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Leave me your business card. I'll leave you. I'll meet you afterwards. All that sort of stuff. Again, it's just reminding me as a member of the audience what you want me to do. Now, I may ignore you, of course, but if you haven't told me, then I, uh, you know, I, I've got no chance of, of doing what you ask. If a few members of your audience take up your offer to do what you've asked them to do, which is a fix a meeting up with you, hey, that's great, isn't it? That is a result. So that's number four. Number five is, you know, this is a rousing finish. You know, you really want your audience not not standing on the chairs and woohoo and all that stuff, but but you do want a rousing. You do want them to feel uplifted buoyed by your presentation and whatever you've shared with them to think ah yes that's great I can go and do that you may have shared some tips to help them with their business think yeah I'm gonna go and implement those and if if they need your help they'll come they'll come and do it so it's an uplifting finish ready for action and the final two things is and only once I read somewhere or heard somebody say oh don't ever thank your audience don't say thank you very much I think you should I think it's nice to finish with a thank you so when it is clear to finish, you know, don't waffle around at the end. Just say, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a great pleasure to present to you this morning. Thank you very much. We say, don't waffle around at the beginning. Don't waffle around at the end. And finally, number seven, enjoy the applause. <laughs> so if people start to clap, hey, well done, well done. We love that presentation. Then don't turn your back on the audience and walk away while they're clapping. Just enjoy it. You don't have to bow or anything like that, but just stand there and, and enjoy the moment. So there we go, ladies and gentlemen. I hope that's been useful to you. So the, the point of the whole of this podcast is to remind you just how crucial the end of your presentation is. So practice it, get it planned and make sure you've got enough time to deliver it. It is the last that people hear from you. So what you don't want them to do, you don't want you to be doing is, oh, I've got to go now. Thanks very much. <laughs> That's not a great finish to your presentation. Treat it as the most important part. And that will really focus you on making sure you deliver it. So if you're overrunning in the middle, cut stuff out the middle. Better to cut stuff out the middle than the, pres the your rousing finish at the end. Because let's not forget, most people won't remember a lot of your content. What they will remember is the impression you create with your presentation. And the feel-good factor they have or the, the inspiration they feel at the end of your presentation. That's what you're trying to achieve. 
It's getting noticed. It's getting being memorable. It's being talked about. You can come back to the content later on. So there we go. I hope that's useful to you. That's uh, so. That's really it. That's the uh, that's the end of another podcast. Now, if you're new to the podcast, then you know please do hit the subscribe button on your podcast app. That would be fantastic. And if you want to leave a review, brilliant. That would be that would be absolutely excellent as well. Now, I am planning to do some interview-style podcasts very soon. I've got a few people lined up for that. But if you think that you've got something you could really contribute in an interview format for about 10 minutes, maybe uh, it's going to be your five top tips type of thing. So if you've got tips that you can offer that will help people with their sales or with their presentations, then uh, get in touch. Drop me a line to podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk or connect with me on LinkedIn and, and then private message me on LinkedIn and share those. Share the sort of outline of what you think and then we'll, we'll, uh, we'll try and fix up for you to come on the podcast and be part of that. So there we go. I'll be back next week with another episode of the Sales and Presentation Podcast. Until then, thanks for listening. But also make sure that if you've got a sales or presentation opportunity coming up, you make the most of it and that it goes your way. Thank you for listening. The Sales and Presentation Podcast is a production of Trevor Lee Media. If your organization needs to transform its sales activity and re-energize its sales team, or you need help with a key presentation or sales pitch, then please get in touch with Trevor via trevor at trevorleemedia.co.uk or call him on 07785 390 717. If you enjoyed the podcast, please do leave a review on iTunes or via your podcast app. Thank you.